0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Oh My God, I Can't, the podcast about everything and nothing at all.
1: Hey, everyone, welcome back. And we've got Chan with us. Ken, how are you? I'm doing good. I am. You know, I needed to get out of the city. I needed to get a little bit more space and sunshine and space in my life. So, so I drove there down. Mm-hmm. All right. And Stephanie?
2: I'm doing good. I just almost got the giggles really bad right before we started. <laughs> Are you still? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Krista just made me laugh. Okay,
1: <laughs> you're starting off
0: already. Well, I am. You're on
1: something. I love it. Because here's my complaint is you you never want to tell me what we're talking about on these podcasts, and then I get
0: on totally blind. Okay, so. this is the thing we do with our podcast. Steffi <laughs> and I come up with the content. We don't share it with the guests because the idea, and this is great for our listeners to know, the idea behind it is for us to have an authentic conversation that's organic and real.
1: Mm-hmm. So.
0: My thoughts are, if we prep the guest, then they rehearse their answers, and that doesn't really sound like a genuine, like, authentic <laughs> conversation, so that's why.
1: Anyhow, so, uh, as as the part of the guest, you don't know if you're going to be talking about naked men, a little <laughs> bit of politics, uh, someone breaking into a house, Florida or Texas, and actually that, Florida Texas is always, yeah, Florida or Texas it's usually on the agenda.
0: Exactly.
2: <laughs> so true. let's start with
0: actually the newest um, story that's been all over the place. Have you guys seen that um, Bonnie and Clyde, that uh, middle-aged Caucasian couple <laughs> in Missouri that came out? Oh. The man had an AR-15 and then the woman had some like weird handgun. And then they came <laughs> out to confront protesters that mm-hmm. were walking through their neighborhood on their way to um, uh, go to the mayor's office. Did you see that?
1: Yes. I did. And you know what is crazy about that is the woman had her finger in the trigger of the gun. Yeah. And well, I mean, there's so like many that. things about
0: that that were so <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. True. Let me give that's you a little true. briefing if you did not know the story. So what happened was in um, Missouri, this couple who live in a very affluent area and they're both get this, they're both uh, personal injury attorneys. So these are people that are in the law. Okay. I think that's important to know when we go through the specifics of what happened in the story. So, Apparently, the mayor had gone on Facebook and had shared some personal information, names, and addresses of some of the people that had come to her with some concerns. As a result, obviously, people don't like their information being shared online, and a lot of protesters were heading to the mayor's office to ask her to resign as a result of that. She Mm -hmm. actually did... um, She did issue an apology, but, you know, obviously the damage had been done by that point. So apparently what happened is these folks all gathered to go and march towards the mayor's office. And they went through, they took a shortcut. And apparently this was like a gated community, but somebody had left the gate open or somebody opened it. I don't know the specifics. It was actually very uh, nebulous in the article. But the group actually just started to walk through this neighborhood, peaceful, walking through the neighborhood. And then this couple came out. And confronted the protesters. So the woman's holding this like really weird. She was holding a gun the same way that I would. And I know nothing about a gun. That's how nervous it may be looking at it. That's terrifying. And then her husband, who's like this old dude in a pink shirt. I'm not joking. He had a pink shirt on. Came out holding this (laughs) AR-15 rifle. So uh, they've exchanged some words with some of the protesters. It kind of it didn't necessarily escalate, but what made the news was that it really did look, I mean, it was petrifying to see two people coming out of a home armed and just almost, uh, to your point, Shan, the woman was really pointing that gun at people. So nothing happened, mm. nobody was injured or hurt, but it just kind of unleashed this whole like Karen and Kevin and Karen and Ken and all these names that they're calling them. It's just yet another story of people just acting Compl- just maybe getting a little out of hand and overreacting what are your thoughts
1: okay so I'm not trying to talk about people's clothing but I will talk about it since you brought up the pink shirt <laughs> totally um <laughs> that another, was- thing I found- another thing I found so bizarre about this was they were like mm. armed for battle but neither of them had shoes on
0: <laughs> oh they were barefoot I didn't catch that <laughs> they were barefoot they were barefoot. <laughs> <laughs> That yeah, sense I, though. thought, I think people that would do that would be barefoot. That makes
1: absolute sense to me. <laughs> I, I think so too. And maybe it's growing up in an ethnic household, but you did not leave the house without a shoe on. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> Put your shoes on. You know what I mean? <laughs> Put your shoes on. And so I just thought, oh my gosh, he took the time to tuck his shirt in, the pink shirt in to that brown leather belt and those dockers. <laughs> and dockers. she pulled on, yeah, she pulled on that striped shirt with like that like cropped,
2: black capri legging pant,
1: pant capri pant. <laughs> and they both thought it was a good idea to go outside with their guns without shoes on. I just was like, what is <laughs> happening here? So yeah, I did get that I moment. didn't pick what up on What was important that. to
0: them was the message that they were sending. Cause there's more to the story than this because again, if you saw the picture, it's it's humorous in the sense that you see these two people and you're like, why do they? Where are they armed? And what are they going to do? And it's just so ironic that the day that this man has to like show the world what a fucking tough guy he is, he comes out in a pink shirt. I mean, it's so ironic <laughs> and so funny that that really, it, it's just I, to me, it's just Murphy's law. That's exactly the way that it works.
2: Stephanie, what are your thoughts? In his his AR fifteen and his AR fifteen. Yep. I mean, I, I I don't know. It's the funniest picture to me like it looks like you wrote a movie and thought of like the funniest scenario to happen with this couple like you wouldn't they don't look like people that would like necessarily have an assault rifle just hanging out in the closet oh
0: my god <laughs>
2: like, the mm. woman's gun makes sense like that one's fitting but the the assault rifle is so <laughs> uh, it's humorous but it's it's a little over the top well think I mean, yeah, it's a little over the so- top
0: Someone that knows how to work in assault. And again, I, I, everyone knows, I don't know much about guns. I've never held one. I've never shot one. And I don't want to, that's not anything that I've ever um, aspired to do, but I always have this mind. And maybe again, it's being totally ignorant to that culture and that lifestyle. I always thought that somebody that carried an AR-15 looked like the folks at the Capitol, those guys that were armed um, and had them slung up. That's, to me, that made sense. Like That crowd yeah. looked like they really did know how to work an AR-15. Like a personal uh-huh. injury attorney in a pink shirt, for some reason, that just doesn't resonate with me. But you, know, you never know. I mean, this could be a skill that this man has yeah. that he was
2: just waiting to exercise. Well, you know what was interesting, too, is that today they've come out with a statement saying... Um, that they're actually big supporters of the Black Lives Matter and that they, um, yeah, that they had nothing against the peaceful protests and that um, this was all taken out of context and that they were feeling threatened and that's why they brought their guns out and has nothing to do with the movement because they're very supportive of it and they don't want to be labeled as um, being on the opposite side of that. Here's my deal with which, that. If you've ever mm-hmm. seen
0: something outside of your house that was terrifying to you, you don't leave the house. <laughs> That's true. You go too. back in. I've yeah. seen some real suspect people. I mean, I'm, we're in L. So you see a couple of people that look like they're high on meth or people talking to themselves or you see all kinds of craziness when you open your windows sometimes. I've never once decided to go outside and confront that person. What do you, I mean, what, what sense does that make? If you're scared... You would think that you would try to steer clear of what is scaring you. That's just my opinion. Well, and 100%. I know that. The argument's going to be, well, you know, they were protecting their property. This was a very affluent neighborhood. The house was well over a million dollars. They have insurance. They're fine. They can afford. If somebody was trampling on their grass, or God forbid, killing their begonias or whatever it was that they were growing, so that uh, to me, that that's that's a moot point too. It doesn't make any sense, right?
2: Well, it's St. Louis, a million-dollar house too. It wasn't like an LA million-dollar house, which is a five million-dollar house. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm going to say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, kept, they kept talking about the mansion, the mansion that they lived in, and then they said the. The selling price of the house was 1.1 1. 1, and I was like oh that's it
0: well LA mansion is <laughs> oh, 1.1 1. 1
1: in LA gets you a cottage so
2: yeah, you're, yeah again, totally I've a cottage that you have long. to tear
1: down yeah you <laughs> have to tear it down and rebuild from the stud yeah from the studs it's like, so wow. nutty. what are your thoughts Chan well you know what's crazy is her face is just crazy <laughs> like <laughs> I I was looking at that photo and I know we're laughing about it and everything behind this. Let me just say, we all understand this is very fucking serious, but I was looking at the gun and I was looking at her face and I was more scared of her face. And I thought if she (laughs) didn't even bring the gun out, she could have (laughs) frightened people with just how angry her face was. I
2: don't know if you guys saw some of those pictures. Yeah.
0: Have that look. It's just, you can tell that they're not going to think through the next thing that they're going to do. You can see it in their eyes. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, I mean, it, 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 it's that look of just someone like losing all sense. I mean, it's it's something that you uh-huh. just read in their eyes if they're like saying crazy shit or if they're pointing a gun at people that aren't doing anything to you. I guess it would lead you to think that that person was unstable. And again, like those palazzo pants
1: or whatever she was wearing, that didn't help her either. But um, No, it totally <laughs> didn't. <laughs>
0: But the funny thing it's is, crazy. it's not funny.
1: It actually, it's that look your parents give you when you're, they're like ready to wail on you when you're a kid.
0: <laughs> yeah, but my mom wouldn't be waving a gun around. She'd just be swinging. So that's the difference between that's like, talking somebody about. who means business and somebody who's just out there like talking shit. But mm-hmm. I think what's hilarious about it, actually, it's not funny at all. But I, when I saw that, I'm like, oh, wow, that's big news and they're going to be in trouble. And actually, it's not. And it's not news at all. And I'll tell you why. Because in Missouri, its um, they have similar to that stand your ground law where you can – walk out and you can confront someone if you think that they're going to destroy your property. So it's actually lawful for them to go out there and start waving a gun around at people. They didn't commit a crime. Now it wasn't necessarily tasteful and it wasn't necessarily, you know, I don't think it was a, it was good judgment if you were going to make that call, but it wasn't illegal. So this is again, where we start to talk
2: about. Like They're actually listed as the, sorry, they're no, actually ahead. listed as the, the, um, the victims on the police report. Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: what happens in the Midwest. So it's interesting. Mm. Just,
2: it, it really mm-hmm. does
0: show like there is such it's so polarizing and it's so tribal. And a lot of it has so much to do with what part of the world that you live in. Because, again, just speaking about for myself. I saw that I'm like, Ooh, they're in trouble. And then when you read the article, no, actually they're identified as the victims because in the state that they live in, they're able to do that. So you're able to go out if you feel afraid and confront someone that's scaring you and wave a gun around. That's not a crime. It may not be a crime in LA, but something tells me it is. I mean, I don't know. I, I, my gut tells me that you can't do that in LA, but that's just what's interesting. And it goes to show like, there are so many geographical social differences amongst people. And it's all based on where you live oftentimes.
1: You know, I brought this up earlier, but her finger being, and I don't know much about guns either, but I know that you're not supposed to hold a gun and put your finger in the trigger or in that little area where you can pull back unless you really mean business and her waving around a gun with her finger in the trigger to me shows an intent to shoot. And what if God forbid something would have happened, she would have gotten scared and it just like pulled and you know what I mean? Somebody could have gotten killed. They should absolutely be in trouble for that because there is They're a not. difference between, I just, it's so fucking crazy. I'm sorry. It is crazy, is but so think crazy. about it. Like even
0: like the George Zimmerman thing that happened, I don't even know what that was like four or five years ago. And that guy got off based on that Florida standard ground law. So that he was within his rights as crazy as it sounds to chase down somebody that was scaring him who ended up being mm-hmm. a child and shooting him but this guy and, now not only is he free but he um sells signed um bags of skittles because that's what yeah. trayvon martin dropped when he was killed that was what he, was he had in his pocket so yeah. this is again it's, it, i think it's part of the culture war and it just speaks to where we are as a society and what some be- people deem is appropriate what some deem is like really abhorrent it's so fucking crazy and you know, I think if God forbid, to your point, if somebody had been killed in that crowd, this woman might have been, uh, for something tells me it would have been the woman and not the man, even though he had the big gun. But
2: these people would have probably
0: been <laughs> revered as martyrs if they ended mm-hmm. up killing somebody. And I, I, something tells me that there would be people coming forward saying, well, they're protecting their property. And this is the way that it mm-hmm. works. And it was a private community. And, you know, it, it, it's the same thing that we keep seeing over and over where, you know, like even the smallest infraction where, you know. The smallest infraction all of a sudden gives these people the right to think that they are law and order. You know, I mean, at that point, it's like, maybe I'm going to go out and make a citizen's arrest every time I see somebody jaywalking. Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? There's, there's a time and a place. And they, uh, we've gotten to the point where now we're picking and choosing what is important and what should be, um, what laws people should be abiding by. And to me, that's just silly. You know what I mean? Like people walking across your property. So what? Who cares? They were in the street. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Why is that bothering you? And I think to your point, Stephanie, it is, I think it has more to do with what the crowd looked like. I'm going out on a mm-hmm. limb I'm going to say it, what the crowd looked like and what perhaps they were standing for. That's what my gut tells me. I know that now mm-hmm. the next day, everyone's got a backpedal and present a different set of circumstances but that's just what my gut tells me. What do you think?
2: I think you're probably right. Mm-hmm. I don't think the the answer is too deep. I know, right? <laughs> it's not. We don't have to search far really, for it. Yeah. It's really on the surface of
1: <laughs> of our current state of affairs, yeah. It is. Well,
0: I mean again, the irony it's two personal injury attorneys that we're doing this. So if anybody knew the law, I would imagine it was those two. So, um, anyhow, that's the end of that and, um, uh, no charges are pressed and we're, it's business as usual and we're moving forward. And again, thank God nobody was hurt because we can look, we can look at the picture and we can totally laugh at these people and talk about how stupid they are and how ridiculous the whole thing was. And thankfully nobody was injured as a result. But, you know, I think, um, it did open a lot of people's eyes to, again, these geographical differences that we all face.
2: Mm-hmm. And you won't be wearing that pink shirt out in public anymore i mean i hope not i hope not. I, I have nothing against a pink shirt but he's now going to be recognized as the guy in the pink shirt in the AR 15
0: i've got no uh-huh. issue with anybody in a pink shirt but i do think that it's hilarious that you've got a pink shirt on when you've got a, an assault rifle and you're trying to look menacing it's just hilarious that that just happened to be what you were wearing because something tells you he didn't know that was going to happen had he known he would have probably put on army fatigues or something that looked a bit tougher that's what my gut tells me, but oh maybe I'm
2: Sometimes, honestly, maybe it
0: can kind of switch the conversation and, and, and lead us all to kind of think about what we're wearing as we hang around the house. I never thought about it mm-hmm. that way.
1: <laughs> well, I think you have given me some shit before for the things that I hang around the house Then <laughs> on, on the podcast. Yeah. On the podcast, we've talked on about. The podcast. Your, what was it? Your chicken shirt? Um. Oh no! The, it's the pizza T-shirt. It's the, the oh, yeah. T-shirt. yeah. It's the sheer yellow T-shirt that just is pizza across his
0: chest. Well, listen, you're making a statement, but you don't want to be seen in that. I would imagine if you had to go outside and confront people, that's not what you'd want to be wearing. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> you know, something my first choice. Is there, something to, choice. Is there mm-hmm. something to think about? Or Quarantine time. You know, a page out of my book. And mind your own <laughs> fucking business. Don't want to confront anybody. Mind your business. Get back in your house. Mm-hmm. You shut up. Live your life. That's it. <laughs> hmm okay so um I saw that Gavin Newsom was on the news all day I'm gonna be totally honest I didn't watch a whole lot of it because I am it's ho- this whole coronavirus thing I go from not being able to not watch it because I want to know exactly what's happening minute by minute because I feel like we're all living it in real time because we are mm-hmm. and then there are moments where I'm like I can't hear another fucking word about this because at this point I don't want to hear about it because it, the news is getting worse it's fun mm-hmm. to follow up when you see an end in sight and you're thinking like, oh, wow, we're finally at the end and this is something to celebrate. But every time I turn the TV on, I feel like it's fucking worse. So I, again, since I'm not going anywhere, I think it's okay for me to be in the, be in the dark in my own home. I don't know. Stephanie, what is the news, what's the news for today? I'm sure you watched it. You're more responsible than I am.
2: Oh, I didn't watch it today. All I know, I mean, as of the time that we're recording this, they have reclosed the bars. So, mm-hmm. hopefully by the time we air this, they haven't closed down more. <laughs> Fuck. Because it well, the really day is looking opened, like... Wasn't it like this. half a million people went to the bar that day? Yeah. Yeah, 500,000 people went to the bar the first weekend that they were open, and they were saying on average 700,000 go to the bar. So, I don't know how that is... That's crazy. ...making... I, I mean, they're supposed to only be at a certain capacity, like 40% capacity or whatever that percentage is. I don't know.
0: I, well, I keep hearing too that a lot of people are getting cited and our citations in California mm-hmm. because they're not abiding by that. And again, it's that, you know, I, part of me thinks like people just fucking do your part, but then you start to really think about what's at stake. And for a lot of these businesses and restaurants, they're being asked to be to, to hold 25% capacity. I think 50 in some instances. And some people can't stay afloat at 25 or 50% yeah. capacity. Like that's not going to be enough to pay their bills. And that's, mm-hmm. that's where you have to really kind of think about, you know, I know we spend a lot of time talking about how pissed we pissed off we are at citizens that don't fucking listen. But you know, on the flip side of it, there's always there's always a fair argument for the other side. And to me, the other side is these people that are just trying to run a business and they're just trying to make a living. And you know, you've got this fucked up situation that's been thrown at them. And again, there appears to be no end in sight. And Mm -hmm. I can't imagine what it would feel like to be you know the proprietor of a business. You've got people to pay. You've got rent to pay you've got supplies, you've got, you know, so much overhead, and you don't even know exactly what's going to be happening with your business. And that's, that's Mm. terrifying. So it's just, I I wish there was an answer, but there just isn't an answer, because I don't think anybody knows.
2: No, that's really, I I have um, a job coming up for the first time. And it's so crazy, because it's like, uh, you know, they have all these, there's regulations for how to reopen a restaurant and all the steps you need to take and all this stuff, but they don't really have that for the beauty industry per se. Mm-hmm. Right. It's kind of a free for all. So it's, and I, I think there's an element of like, well, we got to figure this out. There's an airborne illness traveling. Like, how am I going to keep people from getting sick? And it's so scary. And I, you know, as I'm getting prepped for it, I'm thinking, if I have to do this many steps to make it safe, like, why is it okay that I'm doing my job is what I feel like at this point. And I think, you know, that goes for a lot of industries where it's like the bar, like, okay, that's far from essential. Mm -hmm. Depending on who you ask. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, you can drink at home. But they, um, you know, how do you go to a bar and like, sit six feet apart from people and then I'm sorry how
0: do you drink a beer
2: through a mask you don't
0: so yeah you can't
2: and that's the restaurant it cannot be
0: done it cannot Mm -hmm. be done so but the funny thing is I can say this because I've grown up in the industry and I've been in it long enough and I know a lot of people and I love the time that I've spent in the industry and I love my friends but I will say this people that work in the beauty industry especially makeup artists they're not necessarily revered as like engineers and accountants meaning they're not people that are systematic in the way that they do things. They tend to be a little bit more carefree, open-minded, free-spirited folks. So the reason why I'm bringing that up is that, you know, these are the types of folks, myself included, so nobody start with the shit and the hate, but myself included. (laughs) I'd be one of those people. I could see myself being really flighty on a set doing makeup, not because I was being irresponsible, but just because it wasn't necessarily something that I was used to and it wasn't within my working habits. So I think, you know, there's that
2: part of it too. Yeah. I I,
1: I feel for the restaurants and the bars because growing up my parents owned a restaurant and and there was a bar attached to it. So I understand the part of needing to make a living because there's so many people that depend on these independent businesses, you know what I mean? Holendous. And even even these like, you know, um these massive like businesses, anybody in the industry is super affected, but I think what's really crazy is the American people just cannot listen. And we're Mm. putting ourselves in an even worse situation than we were before. And if everybody would have just, I know did, I'm I'm just going to say did the shit from the onset, then we would be in a way better place right now with the ability to open up. Yeah. Exponentially more And it would have gotten, you know, a chance to get our economy back on track sooner if people would just listen and not politicize the fucking mask.
2: You know what I mean? It's
1: like, just wear it, just fucking wear it for three weeks. We'll all be fine. Stephanie, you made an interesting point earlier when we were talking about the mask. I think you should share it.
0: Which one (laughs) about how, if you believe it to be false.
2: Oh yeah. I was saying like, even if you think that the mask isn't doing anything to help, what's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to wear the mask and like feel a little inconvenience for your time inside Trader shows or wherever you're shopping. I don't understand. Like what's the worst case scenario? You know, like you have a piece of fabric on your face. Yeah. Oh no, and they, they, these I, people it's feel it's like it's very, it's
0: hot. It's not comfortable. Yeah. But to your yeah. point, if there's even the slightest chance that this could, you could breathe something that could kill you. I mean, for all intents and purposes, Mm -hmm. I think, well, why not? What do I have to lose? And this, oftentimes I think, is this the same group of people that get into a car and don't put a seatbelt on? I doubt it because this is something that, I mean, if you grew up in the 80s, you get into your parents' car. I mean, I remember steering. You know what I mean? Like sitting on my dad's lap in the steering. (laughs) We weren't as careful then as we are now. How, do you remember sitting in the front seat when you were five years old? Like it just wasn't something that was regulated at the rate that it is now. Again.
1: Laying down shit. in the bed of the truck. Oh my <laughs> god.
0: No seatbelt.
1: We're road All trips. that
0: shit. It just totally. was not made mainstream. But you know, now you get into a car and the first thing you do when you get through the car is what? Take your ticket. That's right, oh. you close the door and you put a seatbelt on. That's the first thing you do.
1: It's I take just, my mask off and then click it or it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> absurd.
0: It's just so crazy. So I wonder how many of these folks that don't want to be restrained by the mask and don't want to be uncomfortable and don't like being told what to do, how many of them get into a car
2: and don't fasten the seatbelt? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. That's very very true. Or I wonder how comfortable that ventilator is going to be. <laughs> when they exactly. jam that down mm-hmm. your throat.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did you hear about that woman that was like making a statement and she was talking about the reason she doesn't wear a mask is for the same reason she doesn't wear underwear because they both <laughs> need to breathe.
2: I
0: <laughs> did Wait, you hear that? Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: That's a yeah, good one though. It's, it's not a good one. It's everywhere. the dumbest
0: argument I've ever heard. That you want to yeah. sound like an intelligent person, so you're saying, "I don't want to wear a mask because I let my beaver breathe." Like that's so stupid. <laughs> it that's
1: was so stupid. honestly number one. It was so gross, and I think it was somebody in like Florida. Was she Beach, no, What like are
2: the that. ones? Is she yelling at like the city council meeting? Like one of those ones? I think so. Yeah, and she was oh, like, "Oh, the god's air <laughs>
1: lady." Yeah. Yeah, she, she said I don't wear a mask for the same reason I don't wear underwear. Things got to breathe. And then she like whips her head away and turns around. Meanwhile, I'm oh, like, you're disgusting. God. Please remind me to never sit in another chair that you've been sitting in ever. Um, yeah, but what was great was the comments that were blowing up afterwards because you know, people get really crafty with how they want to tear somebody <laughs> apart. Of course. So, yeah, I was I was there for the tea afterwards. But I was like, she's that's disgusting because she thought she
0: was something. Well, I mean, <laughs> listen, she put it out there for the whole world. Now anybody who knows this woman who works with her, who goes Gross. to the same church with her, um, who knows her in, from the market. Everyone's going to know. Oh, who, who, she's getting her nails done. You don't fucking wear underwear. Like, is that something you <laughs> want to be known for? <laughs> it's just, it, To me, that's just absurd. But again, it's we're in a very different time. Mm -hmm. We're all living through something that we've never lived through. And what we're learning along the way is that not everybody knows how to behave appropriately. I mean, it has become abundantly clear, especially in the last couple of months. So Mm -hmm. it's just, you know, it's a little food for thought, but anyhow, we hope that everybody that's listening is wearing underwear, please. We don't need that. (laughs) And we hope that you are wearing the mask. And we hope that you are not going outside to confront something that's terrifying you because it just sounds stupid, especially in L.A. So anyhow, that's it, everyone. So thanks so much. Chen, how are you feeling?
1: Feeling good. have my underwear and mask on. And <laughs> I'm
2: about to take on the world.
1: You are ready. And
2: Stephanie? <laughs> I was just imagining those pictures of, like, the people on the subway wearing random things as masks. And there were some guys wearing, like, songs as their masks. I mean, listen,
1: I thought, but at least they have something on. That's at all I got to say. I appreciate the effort.
0: I don't care if it's a thong. I don't care if it's a shirt. I don't care whatever it is. I mean, if you, if you can't afford the mask, I mean, that's cool. Whatever you can come up with works for me. I <laughs> love it. You know, There's a
1: sense of humor. Uh, there was a woman, I think that was refused entry into a grocery store or something. And then t- I think she put her panties on her face, which she- <laughs> <laughs> and there
0: you go. I think that's a wonderful America. place to end, everyone. So thank you so much America. for tuning
2: in. Thank you. We'll talk soon.
0: Bye.